You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the pod. I am so excited for this episode. And I'm so excited also that I'm bringing back the From Imposter to Empowered program. This is a 16-week group coaching container for coaches who are ready to step into their best selves, to sign clients, and to overcome their loud-as-fuck inner imposter, okay? So I'm taking you through my signature process that has allowed me to release every limiting belief and story that I brought with me into my business that made me feel like I wasn't good enough or qualified enough or capable enough to be a coach. And I am now a multi six figure earner making over $300,000 in my business in only two and a half years. I left my full-time job last year and I am growing rapidly and I want to bring you with me. So that first step was learning how to overcome imposter syndrome at every level so it didn't affect my sales or my long-term success. And I wanna help you do the same and you'll be able to get on the wait list soon for that. I'm so excited. But you can also go over to my Instagram at your coach Jill and keep yourself updated there. Um, But also right now, if you are a coach or an online service provider looking to do this work in a one-to-one capacity and have all eyes on just you and your business for six months, you can book a sales call for one-to-one coaching. So there are limited spots available for that. So go over to the show notes and get on a call with me this week to silence your inner imposter and sign high ticket clients inside of your coaching business. And we'll see if we're a good fit. Okay, so to get into today's topic, how to believe that you are enough. So I had a one-to-one client the other day who has already made six figures in her business. And during our session, she said, oh, I'm in pajamas right now. I have been in pajamas all day. I should be more put together. And she was like, kind of laughing about it. And I asked her what she meant by that. And she said that six-figure coaches don't wear pajamas all day. And I just thought that this was so funny. Not in the way that I was laughing at her, but I was laughing at the fact that so many of us come from like corporate backgrounds. I come from like a government background. Um, She comes from a corporate background. And we think that quitting our jobs and running our businesses will free us from those chains of restriction and professionalism and what we make that mean. But really, we bring all of those things with us. I asked her, what if you were told about how many millionaires sit around in their sweatpants all day? Like, honestly, because the truth is, there are so many entrepreneurs that I know that dress in a very polished and put together way. And there are also many who wear athletic wear or yoga pants or sweatpants. I'm in a sweatshirt and I'm in a sweatshirt and sweatpants right now and take calls on Zoom all day doing that, right? Both can be true, but my client was using the fact that she wasn't looking professional 
as a dig against herself and her identity. And it really was like an innocent comment, truly. She just said it and was going to move on. But I asked her to stay there because I think it was an important lesson on identity. So we use our own identity and the way we are against ourselves all of the time. For the longest time, I told myself that because I stutter, I'm not a good communicator or speaker and successful entrepreneurs are good speakers. And can you see how I would immediately cancel myself out from thinking of myself as a successful entrepreneur? Because if I'm thinking successful entrepreneur equals good speaker, Jill, not good speaker, Jill, not successful entrepreneur, right? Like, Let's take that a step further now. If I believe I'm not a successful entrepreneur, what will that do to my content creation and how I show up? How will that impede the thoughts I have about myself and what I'm capable of doing? Especially as I scale into half a million, I'm only $200,000 away from making half a million. And I mean, at this point, I'm like a hundred and something but regardless um I often think about am I matching my identity as a coach that makes half a million dollars to who I am right now and like where I'm going right it's something I have to think about um identity work is so much of the work that I do with my clients because how you see yourself is the beginning middle and end of everything that you will create And so many of you are coming into this space thinking you need to change everything about yourself to be worthy. When really, you just need to change the way you see your lovability, the way you see your worthiness. You are and always have been worthy. That hasn't changed. But your ability to see yourself as worthy, that is the only thing that will change. That is the only thing that will change in doing this work. So with that being said, we keep ourselves in a rut. We keep ourselves stuck by believing that our next level selves, our highest version of ourselves, is is someone completely different than who we are now, when really our highest selves are just us with different thoughts. This has always been my issue with highest self-work, okay? I once had a coach who had us do an exercise that was like the highest fucking version of ourselves who had everything we ever wanted. And while the exercise was really fun and exciting to do, I honestly couldn't figure out how I was going to get there. Like how I was going to get from who I was to the person that had that. And again, like when we're manifesting, the how isn't important, but this was more about my identity like this was more about who was I going to be versus what was I going to have and I think like when we're working towards goals and bettering ourselves I think it's very important to be able to see ourselves in the goals we're trying to attain a lot of my clients come to me with a lot of self-judgment and shame so thinking that who we are isn't enough whatsoever is just another way that that shame shows up for you when it comes to thinking of your highest self how you remove the shame is to deliberately think about who you are now what you do and how you do things And how does this work for you right now? You know, like I think about the fact that when I am making half a million, when I am at a million, 
I will probably continue to wear yoga pants around the house, right? I will probably get up between 8 and 9 a.m., you know? Like, I, I don't think that there are a lot of things that will change in my day-to-day, right? Those things work for me. They work for me now and they continue to work for me now. So why am I trying to fabricate these other circumstances that I will be in when actually how things work for me currently at 300K-ish is what will probably work for me too at half a million and at a million, right? So take what works and leave the rest. What are you proud of that you do right now that you know your highest self will do too? And as I said, I really love being comfortable, especially with sensory sensitivity as someone with ADHD. So I'll get dressed up for events. That stuff is fun. But in my day-to-day, I like wearing matching sets, nice yoga pants, comfy clothes. And just like my client, I had to look at what my thoughts were about professionalism and what that meant about me. What was I making it mean that I was in sweatpants on a Zoom call? Does it actually have to mean anything? It all comes from my thoughts and my past programming that told me that's not professional, that's not good enough. I also had a mother that really cared about outward appearances. And I've said this before on the podcast, I love my parents, but a lot of their messaging was interpreted by me as we put on a face to the public even if things aren't great on the inside, right? So as long as I looked good, it was fine. So that came with like an over um, over commitment to how my hair looked and how I looked with or without makeup and what I wore to school um, and like how I looked to guys you know what I mean like it it was an over commitment to that instead of honoring who I actually was and not being authentic with myself and then I learned going into working with the government being professional and people making things mean about and co-workers making assumptions about other co-workers who dressed a certain way and the judgment that they had about them not being professional right so I took this all with me when I own my business so I have to challenge these thoughts because we get to think and do whatever the fuck we want when we own our own business and what I realized was I can make multiple six figures from my bed from my couch in comfy clothes and I don't have to define professionalism by how I look I get to decide that the way I look every day is worthy and deserving of everything that I want so let's go back to the example of me being a good communicator and speaker in order to be successful I could look at what I thought good meant which is never stumbling over words or stuttering or whatever but real people actually do stumble over their words And what does being a good speaker have to do with being successful, right? There are so many hidden meanings and assumptions we give to our ideas and opinions. And that's what I love doing with my clients, completely ripping apart everything they think and know and their belief systems and redefining what it means to be successful, to be wealthy, to be good enough. Redefining too, like what it means for them to be good enough is huge. It is such a big part of the coaching we do together. So at the end of the day, what I really want to drive home to you in this episode is that you get to make everything mean something that suits you and your life and your growth and your business and your happiness. 
And at first, this is something that is really going to have to sink into you, is you can take what's good and leave the rest. You literally can with your brain. You can choose to think whatever you want about your life and your business. I have a client who made a certain amount in her coaching last year. And she was like, I think this and blah, 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 and all of these things. And I said, that is just a number. And you are giving thought to what that number means. And all of your thoughts are about what that number means. But at the end of the day, it is just numbers on a screen, right? Um, You are allowed to challenge the rules and stories that you grew up with and subscribe to. And you can choose not to subscribe to them. One of my coaches was really into branding and clothing and how she dresses herself is very important to her. That is entirely what her business is completely focused on. And if I felt unworthy, I would have made that mean that I won't be as successful as her because I cared less about how I dressed and therefore wasn't professional. But fuck that shit. It was just another way that I would have decided that I wasn't good enough. Be mindful of all the ways your brain tries to convince you that you're not good enough. Because spoiler alert, it's going to take everything that you are and everything that you do and tell you you're not good enough. Whereas if you were to look at somebody else, you would see their worthiness clear as day. Because it is just your brain making things mean things based on your past and your programming and all that stuff. So how do you actually believe that you're good enough? You look at who you are and your current identity with love, compassion, and free from self-judgment and shame. Easier said than done, right? You should totally work with me, just saying. And you look at personal development and growth and inner work as a way for you to just amplify those parts of yourself that you love rather than eliminate the parts of yourself that you dislike. We change your self-talk to focus more on what you're creating and what you love about yourself and compassion and expanding thoughts, expansive thoughts about clients and your business and your belief. We amplify your belief instead of just trying to get rid of everything. I use neuro-linguistic programming in my coaching and that is um, working with the subconscious mind, which is where all your beliefs and experiences live, right? It's 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 your p- programming um it's how you do everything it's that automatic response to all the things in your life right and in nlp there's a specific technique where we swap out a belief for another belief you don't just get rid of a belief and then leave it you have to swap it in for something to give your head to think about right So again, we amplify those parts of yourself that you love rather than eliminate the parts of yourself that you dislike. Specifically, if you are trying to step into the identity of a six-figure coach or even just a coach who signs clients, where are you telling yourself that you don't fit the bill and how can you challenge that? How can you question that? What would a coach that makes money or is a six-figure coach look like and be like? And how can you use that for growth and expansion instead of shame and contraction? So these are good questions for you, my friends. So that's all for today. Remember that the From a Posture to Empowered program is coming back and I'm so excited. This is a group program, right? It's for 16 weeks keep your eyes peeled for that wait list. But for now, if you're looking to take this work deeper with me in an intimate container, I have one-to-one coaching spots available for six months. 
This is an $8,000 investment into your business to silence your inner imposter for good, sell confidently, step into that identity you are wanting to step into and make the money that you want to make. The link is in my show notes to book a sales call for that. I love you so much. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program, The Worthy Woman Method. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.